0: All I know um, is, uh, Pacheco Pacheco's the greatest running back of all time. So I've gone. to yeah, dis- disregard the video of him missing his hole. Anyways, um, hey man, we all miss holes from time to time. <laughs> must have been dark in the room. Anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> would you so, miss the hole or go in the wrong hole? All right, so the <laughs> the <laughs> the flyover state sports shows for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? And welcome back to the Fly State Sports Show. I am your host, Sam Long, and I am here to welcome you to the show along with my beautiful host to my right, stage right, Beans, Caleb Eubel, and Turd, Gavin Alexander. Gentlemen, we have a fantastic show today. Are you excited for the action? Yes, absolutely. About as excited as week one.
1: No, I'm twice as excited as week one now because we made it all the way to week two, baby.
0: <laughs> you guys sound absolutely energetic and ready to go, and that was not sarcasm at all. I think it's that we preseason. I gotta
1: save it just a little bit.
0: Well, you know, you could just n- no BS it like me and just say you don't give a shit about preseason because I don't going, give a shit about preseason. We're
1: going through optimism and pessimism in the show, so I gotta have a good blend here, you know.
0: I don't just think I can say that times. word. Pet pessim- pessimistic. Uh,
1: Onega Poss- education L- pass. I
0: graduated from Omigo. <laughs> You're from Onega. Yeah. You can take the uh, shit out of Onega, but you can't take the Onega out of the kid. <laughs> <laughs> beat repeat after me. Pass. pass. Shut up. <laughs> what do we got today, Sam? You, you fucking bastard. Well, today <laughs> we, we're we going to talk about uh, Tom Brady again because apparently Tom Brady runs the sports world. We're going to then talk about what we liked and didn't like from preseason week two. And then we're going to get into the good stuff. But first, we want to remind you guys that we are still partnered with Play Action Pools up in Pennsylvania. And we want you guys to be on the lookout for some future collabs with play action pools and flyer state sports. We will be hitting you up with more details, hopefully in the near future. And also one of our previous guests by the name of cash, Kansas might also be doing his own fourier into media. So look for some partnerships with that too. But as promised, We're going to talk about sports, but we're going to talk about the sad stuff first. The bad stuff, I'm changing your show script. We're starting with Deshaun Watson because I want to get that over with because I hate myself.
1: Good call. Gentlemen,
0: Deshaun Watson was suspended or recommended to be suspended eight games by a judge. The NFL said no. That is too little. So they suspended him three more games. So there you go. Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games and fined $5 million. Now, unrelated, the first game Deshaun Watson is scheduled to return is unrelated. against the Houston Texans. So that is hilarious if it yep. is not in several ways. So let's just get this over with, and then we never have to talk about it again. <laughs> So you know that there is a committee on this, and they're like, suspend him for the year. Get him over. And then Goodell's like, no, get in the corner. Get in the corner. We're suspending him until the Texans game. I don't think that is true, man. That's not true at
1: all. Oh, come on. I do not think
0: that is true. I I genuinely think Roger Goodell wanted a full year. I genuinely think that the NFLPA just, we're not going to let that happen.
1: I think that the NFLPA wouldn't have let that happen. A, like, let's not ignore the important stuff here. He got a massive fine, which we said that, that, that was yeah, more yes. important that, than suspension.
0: I a lot of money. I we mentioned that, that a couple months ago. Yes. We are the news source. We we are news, baby.
1: And then he got more games than a independent judge said that he should have got.
0: Given which is also what we clamored for too. The biggest suspension yes. for a so, non- for a non-proven crime, I should say. Yes, they, yes, we need we do need to remember that he is suspended for conduct detrimental to the NFL, yes. not for actual like the crime because they never actually proved it in the court of law. Yes. So
1: with with that said, um. I really feel like what's going on here is it's really, really cool for the NFL to come out here and this is terrible. We got to suspend this dude for a year. He should never play in this precious league again. And then the topic of money gets brought up and it's like, well, okay, hang on a second, because Jacoby Brissett isn't good for ratings. So if we want to make sure that maybe we could get a good team into the playoffs and get some better ratings, then I guess we can deal with 11 games. So that's how it goes behind closed doors, Beans. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I I actually do need to comment on this. So, as you guys know, I was re-watching Blue Mountain State. I finished, by the way. So in episode eleven of season three, it's called the death penalty. And the NCA is like investigating Blue Mountain State, right?
1: hmm
0: And so Blue Mountain State is gonna get the death penalty because like they have their files bigger than like the like Miami scandal and like the USC <laughs> scandal combined, unlike individual players. And then Alex Moran, the starting quarterback, gets them to not give them the death penalty because he tells them that basically Blue Mountain State brings in so much money that giving them the death penalty like financially doesn't make any sense. Like it completely because the NCA's whole thing at, yeah. at this time is oh, we're going to make all this tax-free money off of the backs of miners, or whatever. And so, yeah. like, killing your money, source doesn't make any sense. But then they just suspended them all for the national championship game. <clears throat> and that's yeah. pretty much what it feels like it, with this. But I will argue, and I will say, it's not quite the same in my opinion. I think really what it is is the NFL – I think as much as the NFL wanted a whole year – I think the NFL wants it to go away, way more than that anyway, yes, way more than that. It's been two years. No, it has been two years. And so I think it's really one of those things where it's like, okay, we're shooting for a year, and the FLPA says no, and then you shoot for X amount of games, and they're like, we'll give you 11. And it's like, do you try for more, or do you just go with 11? Because if you try for more then you're going to go to court with the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson will be playing week one and it will look really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I feel like this was a perfect middle ground. From a PR standpoint, it's really more of just a like, okay, we got more than what the judge said. So that's a win. Watson doesn't play week one. So that's a win. And it goes away after this year, like media wise. Obviously fans are gonna boo him for the rest of his career. Right? Oh
1: nothing they did was gonna change that. No, no,
0: yeah, he's ruined. Like, but it you just want it to go away. Yeah and this is the easiest way for them to get it to go away.
1: Yes, and I to be fair, I wanna be fair to the NFL here because we are pretty hard on him on the show. Deshaun Watson comes out and leads Cleveland to the playoffs. Nobody's gonna give a fuck that any of this happened come that like wild card game or whatever like that's just no, the reality people, of it. To be
0: people could say they'll boycott the browns and like watching browns games yeah. but they won't browns like, fans
1: that, are gonna see that they have a super bowl roster in the playoffs with deshaun watson at quarterback the second that like they actually get there and then every nothing else matters at that point
0: now the real question is i'm not like a big conspiracy theory guy or anything like that right like i'm not trying to like you know say anything this isn't about that Texans game. This is more like if the Browns do make playoffs or the NFL, like instructing the refs to maybe turn blind eye on some calls. Because I really don't think, because like it's one thing that Brady win to and you kind of look like assholes for that. It's kind of another thing that Sean watching the Browns win a Super Bowl and then have to probably hand over the MVP trophy to a accused rapist.
1: Yeah. I I would be more worried about, um, Oh, this I hate bringing this up and even like discussing we don't have to discuss this, but I would be more worried about another female coming out uh, at just the wrong time for Deshaun Watson, the Browns, whatever, because then not only do you open up the like, okay, this is not the time to do it. You missed your time. Like, I don't believe you like type arguments that come from that. But then you also get into the, like, okay, is this, like, artificially created by the NFL to get Deshaun Watson and them just oh, out man. of here? That's
0: a big conspiracy. That's a big theory. hole. No, that's it's a like, rabbit hole.
1: But, but that's that's the type of rabbit hole that we open if, like, something else happens once Deshaun Watson comes I, I back,
0: don't right? necessarily disagree. That would be
1: – That's worst-case scenario.
0: That would be, like, something, like, right – there'd be some Michael Bishop shit, like, right before the, uh, like, AFC title game or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But worst case,
0: if it it was the worst case for the for the NFL, if it wasn't actually like the NFL setting them up, which I'm not saying they ever would, but like a week before the Super Bowl, like that would not be good.
1: No. Nope.
0: That would be very bad. (laughs) Yep. So. um... Okay. So I think we all kind of said our piece on this. Like I said, I hate talking about this because it's a no win situation. Um, mm-hmm. 24 yeah. women at minimum felt very uncomfortable giving a massage to a professional athlete and you should never feel uncomfortable doing your job so at minimum 24 people are victims of some sort of misconduct what where it ranges I can't say I'm not going to say mm-hmm. and at worst you know a dude who like sexually assaulted 24 women is going to play Seven games this season. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. six games this six. season plus any postseason play. Yeah, so hopefully, I guess I hope it's the former. Um, there's really no winners here. No, no, so. no. All right, speaking of winners, let's talk about Tom Brady, the greatest winner of all time, the greatest winner of a generation of all times, of everywhere except for Bill Russell, rip, best winner ever. Tom Brady as was getting talked about with Dana White, they had that old quote where Tom Brady was, like, complaining that some team was like, oh, my God, like, they chose this quarterback over me. Well, fuck them. Apparently, that was Derek Carr. Honestly, I think the first time I heard that, I saw some rumors that it was Derek Carr. So that – what didn't surprise me, because I think I kind of remembered stuff about that. Yeah. But uh, honestly, yeah, I don't know why he would have Apparently, but, the plan was to bring him and Gronk to Vegas. And they were, like, searching any, for a home. They were, like, searching for home. That doesn't make any goddamn – for me, that doesn't make any fucking sense because, A, Ray's roster stinks and stunk at that time, or at least defensively it stunk. And, you're, B, you're bringing over Gronk with like Darren Waller. So like what are we doing? Like But like Vegas is getting a new they were moving to Vegas. You got a new Yeah, I I get the whole thing with Vegas, but it it feels very not I, I guess that move just feels very not Tom Brady to me, if you're talking about like wanting to win. But maybe that gives more credence to the whole Miami thing, and Gavin's going to talk all about that, probably.
1: No, 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 no. You guys are ignoring the obvious fact here that it was leaked. We figured it out through his emails that John Gruden was racist. He didn't want those fucking whites on his team, okay? So <laughs> Tom Brady was not allowed to come over and play. So we figured it out.
0: I wonder. Well, John Gruden's the one who nixed the whole thing. He, yeah, he like, was, John Gruden was like, I don't he's want. Racist.
1: <laughs> you guys are both speechless, and I fucking love it. <laughs> Wait a second,
0: we didn't think of it this way, dog. Uh, John Gruden. Stop. <laughs> John Gruden had the NFL said he's racist, not car. me. I know. Okay. Remember Derek Carr like offered to fight Skip Bayless? Oh, that's yeah. off topic. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah, no, that's small. not off topic. It's the okay, same thing. But, but my fucking like, shit on Derek Carr. And Derek Carr talked told uh fucking Skip Bayless to roll up to his house and fight him one time. But you okay, think but, Derek Carr's You think Derek Carr is gonna ask Tom Brady to fight him? I'd fucking do it. I'd be like, hey yo, come fight me, you old ass bitch. Tom Brady goes to Las Vegas. How does that change the AFC? Like, the Chiefs probably didn't go it to that Super Bowl.
1: It doesn't.
0: You don't think it really so? Does. It doesn't. So bad beans. Tom Brady is down one Super Bowl, and the Chiefs are up one Super Bowl. Well, and think about that. Goes if, if, he goes, Vegas. if he goes to Vegas and he loses to, you know, he doesn't even make the playoffs, like, how does that change his career landscape? Does he go ahead and retire? Does, you know, it, it changes a lot of things. I, don't, yeah. I mean, it changes a lot. I mean, he doesn't get Let's – let's just – Here's the thing, right? I can't believe someone convinced Tom Brady. If, if you're Tom Brady, there's like, unless you're just trying to brand build, which I guess maybe that's what it is. Maybe he was just trying to brand build in <coughs> Vegas, right? But you're yeah. Tom Brady. You don't need to be in fucking Vegas to brand build. Yeah. If anything, you should have went to freaking San Francisco if you wanted to brand build. But that's that's beside I, the point. So um, I have point. but like the the Bucks had the best roster. That team yeah. went like that team went like eight and eight with a half blind quarterback who threw 30 interceptions. Like
1: I, I believe that there were conversations that happened between the Raiders and Tom Brady. I just don't believe they actually went as far as what was reported. And I think that the Raiders probably did tell Tom Brady some stupid shit because the Raiders are fucking retards. And Tom Brady got offended and was really never going to go anyways, but was at least gonna pick up the phone.
0: My that's my thinking. assumption would be, along the same lines as Gavin, is that Tom Brady, like, what had them in, like, the running. Like, he was really thinking about going there. And then John Gruden, and, like, he's just, like, play it. Tom Brady's probably, like, that one recruit that's, like, going to every fucking school, taking every IG pick, like, going everywhere. And just, like, one to be wined and dined. And John Groom was probably like, well, uh, I don't even want to wine dine Brady. Like, I think Derek Carr is good, and so why would I waste my time with this? And that's probably what happened. Yep. Yep. But again, that's a massive save for Brady, like, because that Raiders roster was kind of just whatever.
1: I have to be honest, though, when I saw Tom Brady in the show script, this was such a non story to me, really, that I didn't even like register that this is what we were going to talk about. I thought we were going to talk about the fact that he's not on the Masked Singer and he is now actually back at practice and not No, retiring no, 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 no,
0: no, no, that's not true. We can't just prove that he wasn't on the Masked Singer because the tape. The tapings ended like on a Monday or something. Well,
1: okay. Like so, he's not on the mass Singer right now, today, because well, he was he, at practice.
0: Because he would have gotten eliminated. So if, if yeah. on the mass Singer he gets eliminated, well, yes, then we should know soon whether or not that theory was correct. I am putting that as a 50-50. I honestly think he might have actually been on the mass Singer, and I don't know if that's just me being biased.
1: Yeah, I I just thought we were gonna talk because I was actually getting kind of like concerned for there for a little bit. I'm like, holy shit, is Tom Brady just actually gonna retire again or
0: like? I done? never thought that that was gonna happen. That never even crossed my mind.
1: I I don't know. It's uh... just a weird Brady. Like for a quarterback that depends on knowing the playbook, timing, and all of that stuff to just be gone for the first time in his career. After yeah, but like, Brady's
0: player. kind of been doing like not normal Brady things ever that's since fair. he got into Tampa. Yeah, yeah it's it's like, fair. yeah, his personality's a little different. Yep. What's the, he,
1: Tom Tom bait? I feel, he, like, Tom I feel, like, I feel
0: just, like Belichick was kept on kept him under a shell and like now he's just like expressing himself, you know? Yeah, he's like a teenager. I, I think he yeah. here's here's why the mass singer thing makes sense. I, I know this is the dumbest fucking thing of all time. But it makes sense that he retired, signed his contract with Fox, and then, like, agreed to do the Masked Singer and then just decided, I actually do want to play football, especially if I can get Bruce Arians to not be my head coach.
1: Mm -hmm. But then he
0: was, like, stuck having to do the Masked Singer still. Yeah. So, I don't know. Gavin, you look like you're trying to scheme there. I was trying to figure out how
1: Flores was involved in this, but, you know. (laughs) Maybe
0: (laughs) Flores is on the Masked Singer. (laughs) <laughs> now, oh uh God. let's move on to the uh rest of the preseason i actually does anyone w- here watch the Masked singer
1: no.
0: no no i was gonna say if there's a goat like on one of the shows it's brady dog it's gotta be right oh if they come out in like a goat mask yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like that yeah. that's the giveaway that right? would be yeah what, I, would, I would agree what, what are some other things like i mean if Paige because you can't really do a patriot or a buccaneer. Those you can't really. Those aren't masks.
1: A deflated numbers. football. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's no Montana jersey.
1: I'm too good.
0: Whatever. Okay, so uh, we got to talk about the hometown heroes, the uh, the chefs played the Manders, and I didn't watch a single second of the game, and I gave, you the, watched, I gave you the play-by-play there for a minute. I, yeah, I, why, don't, I, why don't you give us the pre- play-by-play yeah, B, play You're games. the only one who actually watches preseason football around these parts, which I don't know if that says about I watched us. the first as, game. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, whatever. Between the <laughs> three of us, we've watched three games worth the preseason football. I've watched zero, Gavin's <laughs> watched one, and Beans' has watched two.
1: I gotta pace myself.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> And one of those games is double-counted, so, you know. Week anyway, one is going to – You are the preseason football expert. You were giving me play-by-play as I hung up these beautiful Michael Thomas and T. Higgins jerseys. Um, What was the verdict? What do we need to look well, for? What... Gavin, are you letting week one take your football virginity, or are you just like – No, it's preseason. Okay, preseason. Okay. I don't give right. about the preseason, means yeah. We're only covering um, the preseason because there's nothing else to cover. Uh the cheese doesn't have...
1: matter to an extent, but it matters
0: because content for me, it matters because like, well, I I like, I like the chiefs a little bit, but like, it's fun determining who's going to make the roster. Like i mentioned it last week. It's fun making fun of guys that are going to get cut, you know, like.
1: It, It doesn't, it matters more than just not mattering at all. But at the end of the day, like when we're talking about rookies, what like pro- what they were as prospects matters more than what they're showing in a random preseason game. Yeah. It's just all, like, trend lines that we're seeing which players are trending up, down, neutral. It's just more data points for us to uh, know going into the season.
0: Yeah, all I know um, is uh, Isaiah Pacheco is the greatest running back of all time. So I've got yeah. to dis- disregard the video of him missing his hole. Anyways, um, hey, man, we all miss holes from time to time. Must have been dark in the room. Anyways, so. <laughs> <laughs> Would you so, have missed the hole or go in the wrong hole? All right, so. Clip the, <laughs> the, <laughs> that. All right, so the. <laughs> I mean, you can clip it, but you didn't answer it. I feel like I deserve an answer if you're going to clip it. So the Chiefs look really good against the Red Commanders. And <laughs> so. Sorry, where was I? Yeah, Did, uh, I t-
1: thought they're gone.
0: Patrick Mahomes had two, dry, uh, played the first two series through two touchdowns to Jody Fortson. That that was the above all thing was that Jody Fort. it's fun seeing Jody Fortson make a comeback here in um, the story. Justin Watson played all of the first series. What are you saying there, Gavin?
1: I'm just smiling because somehow Jody Fortson playing a lot is uh, a good thing, and we shouldn't be worried about our 33 year old tight end. But uh, Justin Watson also playing a lot is a bad thing for all the rest of our receivers. Okay, well, A Nicole's hurt, so Juju's also hurt. He got Juju's also
0: hurt. But Absolutely. that game all that right. game really helped with Justin Watson's film. I'm excited for it. I know Gavin's gonna make fun of this. Yep. I am really excited about Justin Watson. Like he—he's oh, not gonna be—he's uh, not gonna be a thousand yard receiver. Don't twist my words here. He's not, not, gonna be a 500 he's not even gonna be a 500 yard receiver. He's gonna have that one game where he is just going to have a wide ass open catch and is a game winning touchdown and it's going he's going to sell jerseys oh, that's shit. all i got to say that's Shut all up. i got to say he's going to sell jerseys that's all that matters got some watch one of that game where he goes for 40 yards and like you know a two point conversion how about that the yeah, problem
1: that, with that yeah. beans is according to our uh receiving log and snap log from this last game it appears that we're going to be just Relying on that period because we had like 19 players register a reception in this game. Apparently, yeah. the coaching staff is just like, we don't need good players. Fuck the good players that we have. We're just going to run screens to our four string tight ends for fun and shit and just meander our way down the football. that does sound
0: exactly like Andy Reid, though. You know, like
1: <laughs> the thing I took away, and this is granted, I didn't watch, I just looked at the stats and it's a completely achieved thing to expect. I am worried about us over gadgeting football this year given the lack of playmaking. did that
0: sense. last year too. I
1: know, that's why it's, and it's going to be a bigger issue because instead of just using the good players that we have to the best of their ability, we're going to be trying to set up plays for Justin Watson. So,
0: I don't okay. mm, I don't think so. I
1: we did it you all. Know, you didn't he loves
0: to get cute, You baby. didn't see you didn't see them try to scheme up Demarcus Robinson there. And you know how hard they tried to push Demarcus no, last DeMarcus throws Robinson. in the FC Championship game with Demarcus Robinson. What are you talking about? Not by design. I think those were kind of by design. The one was a quick slant and the other one was I don't even remember.
1: Oh, uh, there was the deep shot overtime to McColl where Jesse Bates had him blanketed, but
0: Okay, well either way
1: we're setting up plays to shitty players, but well, you hey. didn't see
0: that during the season. All I'm saying is no, – I don't give a shit if I see it during the season, if I see it during the postseason. <laughs> the, all all I don't a- want to ever a- see it. I don't either. I, I just want the guy to just do his job, and I think he's He's smart. Like, the no, Justin Watson can stick to special teams. No, that's fine. If Mahomes yeah, no, likes that is him, fine. If I never watched Justin Watson and, on a football field unless there's a kick going on. <laughs> If Mahomes likes him and he trusts him, I don't give a no, shit. Mahomes right. was like best friend with Garrett Dieter, and I didn't want to see him on the football and, field and get a kick too. Gavin. So your rationale like is Taylor. Mahomes
1: like, likes him. When we've heard nothing, I think that Sky Moore is the best receiver. just No, 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 on no, the I have roster. no. Just give me a second here. Okay. Because – right. I think that Sky Moore is the best receiver on our roster. I think that he played a lot of snaps, and now I'm seeing that, oh, he only has three targets from, or uh, he does not have a reception from Mahomes in the preseason. Am I really going to trust the quarterback that comes out here and told us that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is absolutely a player we need to draft in the first round, and is now coming out here and saying, we need to be throwing to Justin Watson over Sky Moore? I don't think so.
0: I'm not, saying that, that, I'm not saying that he's going to choose him over, you know, throwing two. He is right now. That's Juju. what he's currently doing. That's your argument. No. Juju wasn't in the game. miko wasn't in the game. Sky was running with the twos.
1: No, he started. Him and uh, – I guess yes. that is
0: true. Him, yeah, he did. So,
1: I don't did
0: know. Michael, I, did Sky Moore fuck Mahomes' wife? That's the question. Yeah, <laughs> There, All there's I'm a saying-
1: disconnect between what we're seeing in the games and what every other data point we have on Skymore is, and apparently it's Mahomes just likes to throw to a covered Justin Watson. So I just think that that's a problem. But
0: I don't, Mahomes I don't care. Trying to win Justin Watson a job because he doesn't bang his wife.
1: That could be. I could see that.
0: I, I don't care how it works as long as we make it to the playoffs. I'm tickled pink. Okay.
1: I don't care I mean, how. I, it happens- I would like.
0: I would like to win a Super Bowl, beans. I know, I yeah. would
1: too. I would too. I don't think Justin Watson helps us win a Super Bowl. I'll put it that way. I think Sky Moore helps us win a Super Bowl.
0: Mm. What roster was okay. what roster was uh, Justin Watson on when uh, the Bucks won the Super Bowl? Oh who, my who, God, you're gonna who, pull that card. He who, was like the who, major how Super many snaps did that boy play? How, who was on who's on that roster? Huh? How many snaps did you play in the Super Bowl, beans? I don't have that. I don't have the stats readily available, yeah. but don't yeah, give me logic. Like, he's probably like injured reserve <laughs> or some bullshit like that. So, so anyways, what actual back, takeaways
1: that we have from the Chiefs
0: game: Carloft uh, has had a sack. That was really cool. That he got double team. Okay, the double team while it, he was double team, it was a tight end. Eh, yeah. Eh, yeah, That's like but one and a half. he was also he was also held like a you know he was really held on there. So ah that, well if he got held in by a tight end. Then it's end almost that, yeah. Then it's like you that, know, comes the, two. Two. Yeah, that comes back to two. Yeah, it comes back to two. Anyways, uh, Carson Wentz sucks. Um Oh, really? Yeah. Like, how bad? bad. Better than Heineken? Actually, West Sam Howell. Honestly, I will – I'm going to okay. say it. This no, is my hot good. take. I'm not going to lie. Sam Howell might be the starting quarterback by the end yes. of the season.
1: Yeah, you've lost me. Got it. There. Are you happy? I, I said that Sam Howell was the best quarterback coming out, and I still, like, think that you're an idiot for saying that. <laughs> It's gonna Kevin happen. Vance is a top like 25 starting quarterback in the NFL. He is. He is. But I think it's gonna. Really,
0: I mean, yeah. I think it's, it's really just if the Manders are like three and like ten, they're gonna start Sam Howell. The they're gonna. One. They're gonna start Sam Howell. That's what's gonna come down to. Brian Robinson will also probably be the starting running back by Yeah, week. that's
1: the bigger story from this game than anything but I that, got from yeah. Chiefs. Yeah.
0: Gibson. Ooh, woof. Oof. Yeah, he, I don't even think he was getting th- second-team reps. I think he was running with the threes.
1: No, he was doing the weird thing where, like, Brian Robinson was the running back, and then he was playing, like, your H-back yeah. and slot and punt return and literally anything else
0: besides third down well, back. Maybe they're just going to use him, like, Debo Samuel.
1: Yes, well— no, but they didn't scheme up 20 touches to him a game. They just gave yeah. him like three
0: instead. I don't know that. I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting too.
1: It is uh, interesting. talking to
0: the running back graveyard for fantasy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And Prep has him on his roster. <laughs> that is one of. He has Josh Jacobs and Antonio Gibson as like major parts of his roster, which is a problem.
1: Traded for both.
0: He did trade for both.
1: Don't know why. Those are, like,
0: those are like the two most hated players in their franchises right now. That's crazy. He, that dude offered me. God, what did he offer At one point, I believe I was offered a, a mid-second round pick: Tua, uh, Antonio Gibson, um, uh, what's his nuts? Bateman. And uh, I I think that might've been it. It might've just been, it might've just been Bateman. There, there was one other piece in there. I can't remember what it was, but it was like Bateman, Gibson, Tua, and like a second round pick for Brees Hall, like the one And it might've been something else. And Darren Waller might've been involved in oh. there at one point. And I was just like, dude, I fucking hate Antonio Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want, like, I don't want Antonio Gibson. Like, I don't know what he, all he does is put up RB one seasons, but like, I don't like him.
1: Well, so no nope. like,
0: I, really, I never was a Bateman guy either, and I was just like, man, this is a lot of guys that just
1: noted, be uh, good,
0: but I don't like them.
1: <laughs> noted industry specialist and extreme uh, back take backtracker uh, Ray GQ has consistently said this off that Antonio Gibson is fine. He's just more talented. Just go get him. This is all dumb. But now, you know, it's well, we've been saying all offseason that we got to move Antonio Gibson down the rankings. So, <laughs> I mean, we've never had Traylon Burks as our number one overall rookie coming into this year. That has never happened. So, that happen is what season.
0: I will say to that is I never back down from my fucking takes. I said, yeah, Mahomes, I at least admit, I said, I said Mahomes mean, was going to be a fucking draft bust and the worst mistakes is Todd Blackledge. And I was dead wrong. But that's okay. I didn't go that far. I didn't like the Mahomes pick, though. I hey, like I remember I that what, draft night. I was like, why didn't we take Deshaun? I'm happy with that now. Yeah, no. I said yeah, the, the massage thing. parlors
1: here suck, okay? We'd have been fine.
0: <laughs> I didn't think Mahomes was anything special. I thought Deshaun was. And, uh, well, Deshaun's, Deshaun minus, you know, the last two years, I would have said that Deshaun was probably just fine. Yeah, All right. So move on. To move on with the best, show. I, I stand by my takes. Same. To to move on with the show, the rest of the preseason takeaway. Gavin, do you have Man, anything? Bean was really just trying to get away from that Deshaun Watson stuff.
1: Yeah, we, we got derailed there. But uh okay. So um uh, as far as the rest of the preseason games, I've actually been really impressed by the rest of the rookie quarterbacks. Now take this as an absolute grain of salt because the rookie quarterbacks looked good last year too, and all of them sucked, and this is a worst class, but like we've at least been able to see Uh, quarterbacks that we didn't even know could function in the NFL, function in the NFL. I thought Desmond Ritter looked okay. I thought Kenny Pickett looked okay. I thought Malik Willis actually looked okay. Now, I think um, each of them have shown their own issues that we kind of knew coming into here, and I don't want to even elaborate too much on that. But, like, overall, at least I've only seen – not only seen positive things, but I've been overall impressed through a couple preseason games. Um, as far as things that I have been displeased with, I can't talk about Traylon Burks being bad because that's just, uh, I guess people are, now the national media has stolen that take from me and it's not cool anymore. Um, the only other, I I was actually going to talk about Antonio Gibson, but we pretty much put that to bed too. So, (laughs) uh, what are your takeaways from the rest of the preseason?
0: Okay. Um, Skylar Thompson actually looks pretty good. Um. Some guys are even on TikTok saying that he's – No, keep so you, going. I'm just... You are you are not about to say TikTok analysts are calling him like no. the next Tom Brady or some bullshit. No. I, that... if you're on TikTok, I don't give a fuck what you have to say. No, I just found it funny that a TikTok guy was saying uh, – what did he say? He was like – I sent it to you guys. He was like, I, I've always believed in Skylar Thompson, but he was my lowest graded quarterback in this class. And I'm like, you're really – it's it's the way of the industry. God, what did he believe in fucking, like, Kenny Pickett then? <laughs> Whoever was his number I know. Anyway. God, uh, he, must have thought he was thought was going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, No, this if you're guy on TikTok just- and you're talking sports, like, for an actual, like, takes thing, and you are not affiliated with an actual sports thing, so this doesn't apply to anyone like Rachel that we know that's actually affiliated with the Sports Network and doing stuff on TikTok, if you're, like, us and all your sports shits on TikTok, I don't respect you. And you're a piece of shit. And I don't care what you have to say. Anyways, so, Skylar Thompson's look pretty good. Sam's going to be down bad here um, that he couldn't means You should this. be down bad, too, if he's yeah, like, back was, up in the I'm NFL. season was like, 8-5 and five with a 2nd draft pick quarterback. I know, but Who's I, I Who's knew... tearing up NFL preseason? Where was this? I know, that's what I was saying. Sam's gonna really <laughs> I'm gonna point to Sam's section. Yeah. Why are you not down bad? <laughs> I'm down bad, but it's I'm proud of him. I am proud he is in his role. He some are saying he might take two a spot. Those are like the bots on Twitter. <laughs> Those are but... the idiots. He might take Teddy Bridgewater's spot. So I just read a report on that. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for the guy. Go do your thing, man. Go win the second-string quarterback position rather than being that insurance salesman we all thought you would be. No, I really thought he was going to be an insurance salesman. It might take a while for him to get in that industry. He'll do it when he retires. Sure Gavin, he will. You, you look sad.
1: Be- because Skyler Thompson was never not like capable of managing a game. That's like what he's been doing so far. Is and incredible. guess what? No, no, give me a sec. He's hitting folding chair open receivers and just waiting until his leg just randomly snaps when he's scrambling to the right. And I have to fucking watch Will Howard come in and throw the football all because he can't fucking (laughs) run on his right leg. Okay. Oh,
0: man. I, I just, God, I wish he'd ever get hurt.
1: No, but like, like, that's why he went to the seventh round. It wasn't about
0: ability. This last year, we probably only win like the extra Texas game. That's probably the only game we win if he doesn't get hurt. 'Cause we probably don't beat Oak State even with him. But like still, like the year before that, we're probably going like six and four, seven and three. But beans, what do you want to say? All I'm saying is he's been behind Tua for a couple of months now and he is spot on.
1: He was spot on in college.
0: Yeah, he was a good college player. We just all never I'm, all, I'm, all I'm saying is he's been behind Tua and now the hype train is through the roof. So, like, you're saying that Tua taught him everything, like how to be a I pro? Am. I am. So is this, like, is this like a pro Dolphins PSA or something? That was sarcasm. Okay. What Would you even say? I don't know. Anyways, um, that was my what good— What didn't you we're... like, Beans? We're, we're off the rails. We're off the tracks. Um, so, Kayvon Thibodeau, he's hurt his knee, and some are, like, hounding at the guy that blocked him. He was a tight end, saying— oh, that bad he... Moss. Yes, I don't sure know was. who it was. I don't know it's who really it was. Moss's son caused controversy. Most Moss thing I've ever heard. Anyways, some are, some are like taking his head for, you know, um, blocking too low or whatever and all that kind of stuff. My thing is, okay, and then he was cut. Some are saying, oh, he shouldn't have been cut for, A, he was probably cut because he just He was going to be cut
1: anyways. He was no, going to be cut Moss anyways.
0: That right? yeah, yeah, like he was going to get cut anyways, so the whole him hurting Thibodeau has nothing for to Joe do with Burrow. But also, I want people to stop the. He hit him too low. Thibodeau stopped in that situation and causing a delay. And you know, if you watch it live, like yes, I agree. It is also just as much as Thibodeau's fault as it is Moss's fault. Like you are taught, it's a football play exactly. It happens. Mm -hmm. Thibodeau stopping caused him to go down even further. If he would have just kept going, he would have just drove his shoulder into his thigh, which is what you're taught. So yeah, we spend the first like
1: uh eight years of f- football fundamentals teaching kids to go low and then like they get to a age where they can actually do damage and it's like oh okay like but you don't go like that low yeah,
0: yeah and you're like always bad. taught like the, you're always taught like the low man wins and Thibodeau gets hurt who's a first round pick and people are after his, Moss's head and then he gets cut he was cut because he sucks not because of that move I'm just it, okay, saying yeah. that everyone thinks Thad Moss like doesn't suck because he played for that LSU team and he's Randy Moss's kid yeah. Michael Jordan like, sucked at basketball. Like, I'm, I, okay. When I say he sucks, I mean relative to all of the other NBA and, a, yeah, and yes, NFL players. Yes. So obviously, I, if Thad Moss came over here right now and I went one on one with Thad Moss, not only would he beat me, I'd tear both my hamstrings. So, so. I'm, I'm coming at this from a Moss perspective and also from Thibodeau's perspective. Like, both, like, Moss just got cut because he sucks. Thibodeau kind of at fault here as well because he stopped. That's it. Yeah, I mean it's a football play, dude. Like the the NFL top one hundred for like George Kittle's like hype video literally showed the exact same play. Mm Mm-hmm. So And it's like, I don't know. I mean, if you wanna change the rules, sure, but like why? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't know. If anything, you're probably preventing head injuries, which I'm sure the NFL enjoys. Yeah. But anyways, Sam, do you have anything? So I do have some things. The thing that I like most is that I finally have proof, (laughs) undeniable proof from what I've been saying, that Cliff Kingsbury is actually a fucking idiot, like actually is not capable of coaching. So Cliff Kingsbury at one point said something along the lines of sometimes like Kyler will say something about, well, why didn't you call this or call that? And I have to, like, tell him, like, remind him that coaching's fucking hard or something like that. And he's like, maybe I'll make him, like, the OC for, like, a preseason game for, like, a quarter or something. So that way he knows, like, how hard it is. So Cliff Kingsbury, like, has the whole first three quarters to call plays because he's Cliff Kingsbury. And they scored three points during that portion of the game. And I understand that, you know, it's different players. You take, like, the second string out. You put the third string in. The Ravens doing the same thing. Yada, yada, yada. But, Kyler Murray went in, O-C'd for the first time of his entire fucking life for one quarter, and they scored 14 points. So, Cliff Kingsbury, I think, is actually fucking stupid. Um, Kyler Murray, despite only, you know, studying four hours a week while he plays Call of Duty, um, is just a better play caller, apparently, than Cliff Kingsbury, or at least on that one particular day. <laughs>
1: You know what it is? Is Kyler Murray was just able to see things faster than regular people could see them and process them before Cliff Kingsbury. could. so it's not
0: anything on Cliff. It's Bro, just it's that because he plays Madden, probably. He probably right. Yeah. Madden so he play.
1: just knows when the defense comes out what where you're supposed to hot route to. So.
0: <laughs> well. Yeah, man. Cliff Kingsbury is fucking stupid. I don't get what anyone says. Arizona extended a coach who got out offensive coordinated by his quarterback. Like, I don't know what to say about that. Like, what do you do? How down bad can your franchise really be after that? But whatever.
1: All three of them are re-signed, so we'll get a very, very honest answer.
0: Could you imagine if Clue Kingsbury just turned over uh, play-calling duties to Kyler Murray?
1: Dude, it'd be the best job in the NFL.
0: You're just the quarterback and the OC, so if you flame out as a quarterback, you can just go be offensive coordinator somewhere. Who was the last one? There was somebody, there was a quarterback. It was like, I don't know how long he called his own. Uh, no, that, that, uh, Lynn Dawson, he used to do that. They, rather than, uh, they have an offensive coordinator say the plays, like the quarterbacks would be the legit OC. I, I feel like that would work better though. Cause you could, I mean, if you had a quarterback who was super smart, they got to be super smart though. And you just called it at the line, like maybe, I mean, you're You'd have to call like several plays like in the huddle though, and that could get very confusing. You would need a lot of very smart people on your team, which uh... <laughs> not sorry, saying NFL sorry. guys are dumb, but like you know, you 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 know some of the best players in the NFL, and you've heard them like talk about like you know just stuff. Yeah, stuff. they understand X's and O's. But I'm not sure that they would remember, especially with CTE, what they had on a grocery list if they wrote five things. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, sticking with the same game, here's what I don't like. I don't like how sweaty John Harbaugh is in preseason. I had no idea until Cash Kansas himself. I was with him this weekend. and He said, hey, I'm fading the Ravens this preseason game. I'm like, why are you fading the Ravens this preseason game? Well, they're on a 21-game winning streak in the preseason. And I'm in my head. I'm thinking, how in the fuck <laughs> do you win 21 preseason games in a row? And all I can think of is like, God, how sweaty you gotta be to like fucking coach your ass off to win those games.
1: <laughs> Gym class tryhard. That's all it is. Dude, I fucking
0: gas. Now, nope. I mean, like, I get, I, I, understand it from, like, a perspective. Like, the Ravens are a really good organization. We even put them in a- objectively not poverty. Yep. And so, like, they have a deep team. But that's, like, four or five years of not losing a preseason game. Like, I don't know how you do that. Like, you just lose preseason games sometimes because your third string quarterback fucking stinks it up one game
1: to me it really is just like an effort in coaching thing because if like we sit here like players feel the same way some players just refuse to play like the preseason is a lot of variables that don't come every single sunday introduced and the ravens just show up play the same play hard their players are well prepared every single week and apparently for 22 weeks in a row that's been enough for. Them to beat the other team that probably, like, we watched I'm gonna, the LSU versus K-State bowl game. We can, like, objectively look at that and be like, God, the other team just, like, fucking didn't care. I'm not saying that, like, other NFL teams are like that, but it's a similar type concept where I'm not sitting out here being like, yeah, K-State fucking beat LSU in a bowl game.
0: Bro, who do I got to know the Ravens play next week. Like, I got to know.
1: Plus and I got to know, me. if
0: you were a coach, would you play your ones a whole half to try and end that yes. streak?
1: Yes, yes. Well, no. If I was a shitty team, yes.
0: <laughs> Way to preface. Good work. <laughs> but let's see. Let's see. Uh, you know, if they were, like, playing the Jets, though, I'm not even sure the Jets, like, first team could even beat the Ravens back up. Pro-
1: no, probably not, actually.
0: God, what a sad. Or Chicago. Oh, my God. Boston. Seattle. Boston's in a rain delay right now, dude. Oh, my God, yes. So happy. I don't have to. Boston's so bad, I can't stand it. So the Ravens are playing the. I miss them. Oh, they're playing the Manders. Absolutely, 23 in a row. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 23. Yikes!
0: In a row. Yikes! All right. Before we move on to the to the next segment, I do want to give Jerome Tang a very special shout out for getting uh, Keontae Johnson. Into the fold and six and six foot seven guard guy who I can't remember his name at the time. Into the fold, K State has a full roster, gentlemen, and I'm excited about it. Yes, no, uh, actually, I'm gonna play a fun game with you guys real quick. I'm going to Google the Kansas State basketball roster. Well, it's probably not updated, it is updated. Oh. It might not have Keate Johnson and 6'7 guard guy. Six but seven guard guy. I'm gonna read you off the. Uh, God damn it! I went Kansas State, not Kansas. I hate Google. Dude,
1: can we like uh, point out too that like our recruiting class for right now, or the players we're bringing in, is like top top, top in the nation too.
0: Yeah, it's number eight, baby. All right, let me see if it's updated. Um, with. Oh, it does have Keontae Johnson. Nice. And, oh, yeah, it's got him. It's got him. Okay. Okay. This is your official Kansas State basketball roster as of August 23rd, 2022. I'm assuming that no walk-ons are on this yet. And you're going to tell me if you actually know who this player is. Okay. Cam Carter. Actually, wait. Let's do this. You guys have to guess where they came from. Okay. And if you, you could just say a school, and then, like, if you think it's a JUCO or high school, you can say JUCO or high school. Okay. Okay, Cam Carter. Louisiana. I got Flor- – I'm just going to say Florida for everyone, so. Mississippi State. I was close. Darrell oh, Colbert. I do like the state of Florida. Darrell Colbert? Yeah, Darrell Colbert. That's a JUCO guy. Florida. LSU. Ah dang it. Dorian Finister. Ooh. That's a Kentucky. That's like a that's like a Kentucky high school kind of guy. So high school beans? Sure. Gavin? Florida. New Orleans High School. Ha! I said high school, but I said Kentucky, but high school. Kaike Green. Florida. Sounds like a Northeastern conference kind of guy. Like, maybe like a Appalachian State. You know Appalachian State is in North Carolina, right? Close enough. Uh, so, if you would have stuck with the team actually in the Northeast, he went to Stony Brook, and he's from Queens, New York. Ah, oh, man. So, that was actually really close, Beans, until you absolutely fumbled the bag on guessing Appalachian State for a Northeast college. <laughs> Uh, It's a little north and a little east, you know. No, it's not. They seceded from the Union. It can't (laughs) objectively be north. South Carolina is south. North Carolina is north and east. Again, they seceded from the Union. It objectively isn't north. (laughs) It's northeast. Anyways. Abayomi Iolia. That's not how you pronounce it. I know it's not. He's from Nigeria. Excuse okay, me. I, was okay. Africa, right. I was gonna say Africa. That is not. So. That is not. I was gonna say. Canada. That's
1: no. I was gonna say Africa, just as like a giant. I mean, yes,
0: or, he, he play. He played. I'll give you a hint. He played at a college before. Uh, before this. Texas Tech. Africa. Hofstra. That was close. Yeah. Hey, Keontae Johnson. The, Florida. the guy we just got.
1: Yeah, Florida.
0: Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. You guys not
1: both take Florida. All right, fine. LSU. <laughs> it, well,
0: no, it is Florida. You both God damn it, dude! Taj Manning. Oh, isn't he a high school guy? Is he the 5'7"?
1: 6'7 dude? No. No.
0: no. Taj yeah, Manning high, school. high school. High school, yeah. Florida. Ishmael Massoud. Oh.
1: That guy. Florida. Um, I mean, he was already here. Ishmael
0: but... Massoud. Yes,
1: that was the answer we were looking for, was he
0: was already here. Yeah, okay. I, I, I knew
1: that. I was, yeah, I'm still going to,
0: okay. David Ingussin. I'm going to keep ha. <laughs> His name is literally <laughs> N-A-P-O-S-A-N. Wait, did you just get that
1: joke? <laughs> he just figured out where Appalachian State is.
0: <laughs> this is a great segment. I don't care what anyone says. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right. Beans, where do you think David and Gessen is getting? Where do you guess that David Georgia. and Gessen? Georgia. Attack. No. Hey, Marquise Noel.
1: He's already here, but Florida.
0: Wow. It was Little Rock, but yes, he was already here. Desi Sills. Also Florida. Oklahoma. Arkansas State. In the Anthony Thomas. Ooh, that's like a California name. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to say sounds California. Like
1: a, sounds like a mixture of players already in the NBA. Um, I'm going to go with Florida.
0: Tallahassee Community College. Pretty close, Gavin.
1: That's right. You go.
0: And then... Naquan Tomlin. That's California. Mike Tomlin's kid, actually. Another Florida JUCO. Dang. I don't know That's who good. won that. I don't think either I, of you did. <laughs> I guess I just default guess Florida. I think beans technically. I don't even know who won that. No one won. But you know who did win? K State. We have a Florida State now. There we That's go. right. Boom. We never guessed that. In a million years. We should do, we should okay, do that again. Beans. All I see on my show sheet for this segment is optimism slash pessimism for K-State, KU, and Kansas City. What does that mean? Take me through it. Gavin, I think you're the one that made this segment. You want to walk us through what you Oh, that you're is right.
1: right. Yeah, so what what's going to happen here is we have our three major sports teams just focusing on football for right now. And we're each going to give a reason that fans need to be optimistic for this year. And pessimistic. That way we cover all of our bases and we make sure that everybody knows what could possibly happen.
0: You know there's gonna be one team we're gonna struggle. <laughs> struggle. No, with. I know, I don't know what I'm gonna think of. I told
1: no, I legitimately sent her a group chat. You got you motherfuckers made me talk about KU football. So
0: this is your fault. It's easy to talk about KU football. Don't you follow Pixel Hawk? Cash Cans retweets them all the time. KU's going nine and three this year.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, what team do we want to start with? You guys. Pick. Let's
0: start with the bottom of the barrel. K- KU. Let's just right, get I'm it out of the way. All right.
1: first because you guys made me talk about them. My yeah. uh, reason for optimism with KU football is the coaching staff. I think okay. that we all like actually and objectively as a K uh, state fans have actually been kind of scared a little bit of this hire. Like, Holy yeah. shit. I actually yeah. do kind of think that uh, this coaching staff has what it takes or can have what it takes to turn this around um I think uh it's going to be extremely hard at a school with as big of a basketball program and that only cares about their basketball program as much as KU to build a football program but um football is inevitable in America so it's uh we'll, we'll see that moral of the story is that coaching staff can only bring good things you guys have any comments on the coaching staff No, I I agree. That's actually a really
0: good one. The only other thing I would say for optimism is Jalen Daniels is objectively actually good at football. Like when he was playing last year, the offense was actually playing pretty decent. Um, Kai Thomas, the transfer that, that came in from Minnesota is actually a good football player. I think they got another Juco like Juco or transferred in running back. That's actually pretty good. And, um, I am blanking on their start. Devin Neal. That's right. I can't believe I was playing on him. Devin Neal is actually really good too. Like, yes, Yes. Devin Neal is objectively a good football player. So, I mean, we're starting out with like two really good running backs and a quarterback that's pretty good with a coaching staff that's capable at worst capable who's used to rebuilding teams. So, I mean, and they got a lot of transfers to come into. I don't know anything about their transfers. But in the age of transfer portal, it's easy to bring in better quality talent than what KU would normally do. Startable bring talent,
1: in. replacement level talent, that type yeah. yeah.
0: So, again, I think there's reason for optimism. I think there's reason that KU would be good. I think I think it takes a little bit to get over the stench of losing, if that makes sense, right?
1: It'll take a few years
0: of like like winning the texas win is like a big win for the program but they already beat texas three years ago and then went oh and 10 like a couple years later you know what i mean Yep. like we've that that's my reason for pessimism right is it's just the tradition and we have a friend whose sister works in the ku football coaching staff or works as like a like trainer or whatever. And she says that like, there's no pot, like you can't have negative energy, like in there, if they say something negative, it's like, oh, well that's the old KU. And I know that sounds like super corny, but like, it's important. It's, though. it's, important. it's the mindset change, but I do feel like changing the culture is kind of the hard part. And changing the culture doesn't happen because you beat Texas once, you know what right. I mean? Yep. And it, it's one of those things where it's like we see KU take like a step forward and then they take like three steps back because when fostering a new like culture, it's very fragile.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing for KU and the biggest hurdle is getting out to a good start this year because if it gets out to a bad start. You start hearing same old KU.
1: Snowballs. Like If you go out and
0: shit the bed against Tennessee Tech, who's not even that good of an FCS team from what I've seen, then you're going to start hearing a lot of noise about, oh, well, it's still KU, like and that stuff. Yep. Yep. Go so, ahead, Bean. So two things for me. Um, A, I didn't know Kai Thomas went to KU. I thought he was still at Minnesota. I don't know if you remember the hype. I actually him. have a great story about Kai Thomas that I heard. I can't confirm this story because the story was from cash or maybe it was from Katzenberg. I can't remember. I I think it was from Katzenberg through like a friend who's affiliated with the football team. Apparently like when Minnesota was having all their running back injuries and Kai Thomas had to like step in for the first time, he was like failing like all of his classes at the time. And didn't even know if he was eligible. So he goes in for like a series and like gets the first handoff and like breaks off like a nice run or has like a nice first series. He goes over to the sideline. He goes over to his coach. He's like, "Hey, am I even eligible to play in this game?" And the that's coach funny. is like, "You are now." That's funny. So yeah. that's college football for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my second thing is uh, Jared Casey's gonna have like 50 touchdowns. I'm kidding. Uh, shut up. Anyways, no, the cool thing about Jared Casey, uh, I actually recruited him when I was at Kansas Westland. I thought, you know, I was like talking to him and like, you know, trying to recruit him. And he's like, "Uh, well, I'm going to go to KU. And I was like, okay, good luck with that. You know, and now he's like got his name all over the place. That's kind of cool. So that is actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, like, like, talking to him, you're like, you think you're getting, get him in a really good NAIA school, and he's like, well, I'm just gonna take this offer from KU, and I'm like, okay, good luck with that man, and then, like, a year later, he's, like, the biggest You still have his call. number? Did you, like, text him after you made that catch? No, I don't save any of their numbers. <laughs> oh, damn, that's tough. That's cold. <laughs> that's cold. fuck, <laughs> um, So what uh, do we think of KU, like, record-wise? Just, like, off none, no, like, uh... No, like, looking up schedule and going through it. Just kind of off rip. Four they're wins. Their non-con Three con wins. is Houston, Duke, and Tennessee Tech. Four four wins. Three wins, yeah. I think we're looking at, like, four or five. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely, And that's a good it, year. It, that's a good year. Like, yes. No, I it's think a, KU yeah. shows really good progress. I think – I mean, I think they're going to beat Tennessee Tech. I think they're probably going to beat Duke because Duke's at KU. Duke's also just kind of not good either. So I think they got two. I think they got two wins. I think you have to like determine how many wins do they get from like Texas Tech, West Virginia, TCU. Like, can they steal one from Iowa State or even K State? Like, can they steal one from Texas? Like, like, you're you're trying to find like the wins, and it feels like they're the kind of team that's in a lot of close-ish games and just aren't ready to make that step. So I'm thinking like four. Yeah. Their yeah. they're over under wins is two and a half, by the way. Um, Cash has been I telling take me. Over that's, on that. Cash has Cash has been telling me that's free money all year. And honestly, if you go sign up with Bet MGM before September first, like through Kansas, you get two hundred dollars in free play. This isn't like me, you know, like promoting MGM. This is just me PSAing. You should go and sign up with MGM for two hundred free dollars to gamble with. Yeah, Because why wouldn't you just take $200 free to gamble with and put some money on uh, the KU over wins? Because I'm with cash. I think over over two and a half is actually a really good bet.
1: Yeah. I, I, to wrap up uh, the KU talk, um, I do have a reason for pessimism. That is not just like generally them as a football program. Um, Shoot it. The, the fact that like – They always seem to just bring in players that are like actually talented and they just kind of pigeonhole them into just playing running back. There's never a lot of creativity. The only players that they seem to bring in that are talented are at the running back position. Um, I know that like um, the quarterback. Losing his name. um, Jalen Daniels. Thank you. um, Like. I know that he showed promise. I'm pretty sure every single year coming into the season, I've heard promise from KU starting quarterback because there's nothing else, but like to to summarize that they don't get good players at positions that matter, or at least enough good players at positions that matter for it to matter. And then like on top of that k state like your your in state program that you compete with for recruits has been down for like just the past couple years. We can't find a quarterback. This has like been your window if you're k u to like take this opportunity to step up into like relevancy, maybe beat your rival, God forbid in the state one time, and they just like they just can't do it, man it it just, yeah, what you got
0: sam it's It's weird cause k. Like KU is like a, KU is like a jig. It's been like this because like KU had um George Armstrong. George Armstrong was really good, and they had um they had like Hassan. Defense was like a good player. I wasn't he a good player? I thought he was pretty good. But they've had like good players. They've had NFL draft picks. Yeah. They they feel this is what it feels like. It feels like you have like a like 100 pick like piece jigsaw puzzle and it's like halfway done and like most of the borders are done and it's there to be finished but with the coaches they've had it's like putting like a two-year-old in front of a <laughs> 100 piece like jigsaw puzzle
1: yeah and you
0: tell the two-year-old to finish the puzzle and they can't because they're two you no, know what I mean
1: it would be a lot worse. Like on one hand, it's bad because they've only recruited running backs. Running backs aren't that important, and then like they just aren't good at getting talent at other positions anyway. Well, and like
0: they had um, what what's the dude's name? He's the guard for the Bengals, and like I'm not even saying he's oh. he, he almost got Joe Burrow killed on multiple occasions. I'm not even saying he's like a good but NFL a starting player. guard in the NFL. A, he is an NFL player. Like he is in the National Football League, and he played tackle at KU, and his name is starts with an. His last name starts with an A, and it's like a Jilly or something like that. I can't pronounce it, and I'm sorry to all the KU fans who do know it, and I'm not doing it, like, on purpose or anything. But, like, he is a starting – he should be a backup probably. I don't think anyone would argue with that. Rotation. But he currently players. starts for a team that went to the Super Bowl, and it's like, okay, like, KU had that guy, and KU had Puka. They had
1: Khalil Herbert at that same yeah, time. Yeah, they had Cale Herbert
0: there for a little bit. And, like, they've had guys, and it's, like, that's why Lance Leifold is scary as a K-State fan because it's, like, oh, my God, could you imagine if they got someone who could recruit as good because it's not like KU doesn't get players in and is actually a good coach right. because, like, then they have talent with, like, direction. And yeah. I I think this is going to be a nice stepping stone year. I just think I think what's going to hold them back is I think they lack a little bit of talent. I think I think Lance is the right man for the job, but I think they just lack a little bit of talent to really take that next step. I think next year's really more of the year, if we're I being agree. honest. I think next year's the year you could see them win like seven, eight, maybe nine games, yeah, depending on how things really break. Yep. But yeah, I think they're in the right direction. I hope that Lance Leipold goes to a different job. <laughs> as a K State fan, because he scares me. So, speaking yeah. of K-State. Nice We're move us on.
1: Uh, you want to go first, first, Beans? Give us a reason that we should be optimistic and the way we've been the last three years.
0: So, my optimism is that, like, K-State starts off the gate hot. Like, hot and heavy, you know. Maybe. We got to beat Missouri to start hot. I know. Like, they beat Missouri. We're on the high there and going through the season. What a... What do we have? Where is was our schedule again? We
1: also play like.
0: It South Dakota, Missouri, Tulane, Oklahoma. Yeah, and, I think and it's like Texas Tech, and then I can't remember after that. Like we, we may, we schedule may, schedule. we'll lose to Oklahoma, but like our schedule's looking good, and then we hit that. You know, that's our optimism. We we start hot, and then. Yeah. But my pessimism see where the is hot not the, takes us. Yeah, and then, you know, see, yeah, like what Sam said. See where the hot. My pe- pessimism is. How we've been the past few years as like a fan base, and we've talked about it a lot. That's a and, great, break. And I do like that take. We've talked about it numerous times, and I just want want it to be known. And I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm not downgrading anybody. Oh, you dude, can please shit and downgrade some of our fans. They deserve it. Yeah, but just be supportive. Stick through it like you're yep. not gonna be you're gonna be here at the six win mark and like right. you're gonna be so excited and we're gonna go lose a couple games and you're gonna be like you good like stop that you, you can be sad and frustrated
1: as yes. a fan that's okay i would want you to be sad and frustrated yes, that shows that means your you there
0: passion. right passionate there's I, ways you know, to do that though i always yes. watch the you know think of like 2000 you know the early 2000s we always go back to those times and then like even back in 2012 like how that fan base was was no like that That was second to none that was just a great yeah. time to be alive a it's great a, time to be a K-State fan and now we're in this period here where it, these people suck you know like i, I hate it to looks completely dude, different it, now yes. than it did in those days it's because
1: here's bring what back
0: bring back that old mentality bring it, it can yeah. i can i hypothesize what that is real quick what's up my opinion On that kind of thing. And this is also like an opinion on why people are like leaving like games to go do shit at halftime and like not coming back in in time. My opinion is, is that all the people who could afford like season tickets and like went to all the games, like in the 90s and like 2000s. Those are the folks who were like watching and listening to games on the radio and like going to games as kids when we fucking sucked ass. Mm -hmm. Right. Those are the troopers. Those are the people who are – those are the ride or die K-State fans. Yes. Like. like those people deserve like a freaking purple heart or something for watching so mm-hmm. much goddamn awful football that we put out there. Like those fans that they bring down to the field saying, oh, there's been a season ticket holder yeah. since like the – When since they're like, oh, they been a season ticket holder since the 70s. Like, oh my oh god. My god. Person, like how did you like, do that? Like this person just <laughs> got through like two decades of just horrific football.
1: Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how they did
0: it. But, like, those people are the people who were season ticket holders or whatever in the, like, 90s and one, and aughts, right? And they, like, got to see the program turn into what it was, and they appreciate it. Like, they don't take it for granted because they know what it was. But, like, all their kids saw, like, the 30, 40-year-olds that, like, are season ticket holders now. All they know growing up is, like, how good K-State was, and, like, they expect K-State to be that good they don't have like any sort of like respect if that makes sense yes for like the come up they yeah. it, it it's that one meme where it's like it's like hard times like make strong men strong men make good times good times make weak men weak men make bad times yeah right and yeah. we're just in this period where we had these good times and the good times made weak men. Mm-hmm. So now we're going through bad times, like in the fan base. Yes. And I'm sure in 20 years, if K State, like, you know, is still kind of bad or irrelevant or whatever. And we start getting good again. I'm sure that the people who, you know, are like our age that started buying season tickets around this time, we're really going to appreciate it. Like, we're going to appreciate how good it is. I know I appreciate how good 2012 was.
1: Yes. And like yes. eleven.
0: Like those guys are like superheroes to me. I'm I'm a twenty, I'm damn near twenty-six years old, and Colin Klein is like one of my superheroes. Exactly. Yeah. And like that is the it's such a ridiculous thing to say. Cause Colin Colin Klein's probably only like five years older than me or something like that. Right. Yeah. But like he's one of my superheroes. And so, yeah. and Arthur Brown is too, and those guys are I love those guys. But again. Do better fans. i We went on a big tangent there,
1: <laughs> yeah, what what do you yeah. have for our uh, optimism and pessimism, Sam?
0: I mean, the optimism is pretty straightforward. The roster's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. like that that's it. The coaching staff is an FCS championship winning coaching staff. They have winning they have a winning pedigree, at least they, at least like an FCS they do at least, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: if they've won games, Chris Kleiman might have a losing record in the big 12. A lot of that comes from the COVID season. Call it what you want. Um, you can call it how you see it on that, but Chris Kleiman has done nothing but make eight win seasons, except for the COVID season. So, I mean, call it what you will. He has won games here. Maybe not all of the games we wanted to, but we have a really good roster. In terms yeah. of pessimism, I mean, a, really, what it is for me, I I've told you this before, I think, Gavin, but uh, I feel like Bill Snyder Uh-oh. sold the soul of our health for quarterbacks, so Colin Klein would never mm-hmm. get hurt because that dude had like what that dude ran the ball as much as a starting running back and the worst thing that ever happened to him was like a concussion which like happens to almost every football player and ever since Jesse Ertz has torn his ACL Skyler's gotten hurt twice and like we just cannot keep our quarterbacks healthy for some ungodly reason and so Adrian Martinez is probably going to do a lot of running this year too, I would imagine. And it scares me to death that we're one Adrian Martinez injury away, who I'm not even sold on. That's a different problem entirely. But we're one Adrian Martinez injury away Ooh. from having another Will Howard season. And that is what scares me.
1: Yeah. So Sam, regarding that, in fantasy football, if you're drafting a rushing quarterback and we're or when we're looking at careers for rushing quarterbacks, what's the one thing that we say about them? Injuries? They're going to get hurt. They're going to get hurt. Yeah, what do you do if you tell your child that the stove is hot and they touch it and they burn the piss out of their hand and they take they, it away? And then they, they touch it again and they figure out that it's fucking hot and they take it away. And then they just we- keep fucking touching it because they can't learn their fucking lesson and they just keep giving the quarterback <laughs> fucking carries. And then are confused when they get hurt. Like, we have...
0: We I have the capability. I can't we wrap my mind. No, like... I'm not I'm telling you, dude. Kong Klein went like two seasons dude, with basically not getting hurt dude, while running we had, the ball Come on our team right it.
1: now and set up design QB keepers to Will Howard. Just like wrap that around your fucking mind and then like complain that our quarterback gets hurt. Like, no shit, he gets hurt. We're trying to get him hurt so we can put Nick in there.
0: Like it's dude, just Nick ass, baby. Ass man Nick, baby. oh what a name. I, I would feel much different
1: if, like, our offensive lines have sucked and, like, we're just getting blindside, like, killed here in the pocket, whatever, like, fuck no, no, we're telling our
0: quarterback uh, you tough that yeah. shit. I'll oh, never my... forget South Dakota tore uh, J- uh, Jesse Ertz's ACL on, like, the second play. It was the first play of the game, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was the first play of the game, and then, like, he realized he tore it for the second.
1: Just and like, subjected
0: me to an entire season of Joe Armpunt. Just – I love like, me some yes. real arm pun, but oh I, No, I,
1: I completely agree with you, Sam. We've had literally just this rotation of bullshit injuries at quarterback, but we don't do it is anything incredible. to help ourselves.
0: We don't do Skyler's, anything Skyler's injury last year was just like, oh my god, his knee just exploded. No, so that he's going like to be healthy in the NFL Huh?
1: I said, no, he's going to be healthy in the NFL now.
0: Dude, for real though, he will be healthy in the NFL, I bet. Well, but
1: like, that's luck.
0: Skylar Thompson can't stay healthy at K-State, and then he'll have, like, a 10-year NFL career and miss no games. No shit. It's just because he's a backup, but, you know. Yeah.
1: But while we're talking on quarterbacks, I'll take us into – I've talked about it on here before. Our quarterback room sucks. It still sucks. If you think Adrian Martinez is great, that's awesome. I'm really proud of you for your optimism. He's been throwing the football for a week and a half. So, like, let's just – Cool it on a dude that has a week and a half of working with our shitty wide receiver
0: core and hey, like. Malik Knowles, I come on.
1: I, I want you to talk to K State Twitter that has you like convinced that Malik Knowles just physically isn't capable of catching a football, but
0: that isn't true. He does have bad concentration though. But I know. So like nice.
1: that, yes, the quarterback room is a problem if. Adrian Martinez is a problem. It only gets worse. Hopefully, he's better than Will Howard. I don't know if he's better than I Will Howard. He,
0: so I, I will say just by stats, and I know that stats are not the end-all be-all. It appears on paper that he is significantly better than Will Howard. And like and Will Howard is
1: the Will Howard is a division two quarterback. So like we're not setting the bar high. Like we're no, not setting sitting that. a bar. You shouldn't I'm
0: convinced that Adrian Martinez is a power five starting quarterback. The problem with Adrian Martinez has always been he turns the ball over a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: And that is going to piss me off. And I know yeah, it's going it, to piss me off. And I think really it's just going to come down to, can we live with Adrian Martinez probably turning the ball over twice a game? And yeah.
1: I don't know. Yep. And I – that's a terrible fit with our offense, too, with the lack of explosiveness. Dude, but, that's okay, why we're just so, going to have
0: him run the whole time. She's just going to be so beat up and we're, all the way down the field.
1: Uh, reason for optimism, I'm going to go to our uh, Heisman candidate running back. Um, I I don't want to, like – immediately go to pessimism i would just prefer to have a heisman candidate at legitimately any other position like other than running back but deuce is awesome deuce has been the only shining fucking beacon of hope aside from a dude getting a couple sacks against tcu
0: so hey no felix slander I let's make for like three fumbles that game too it was crazy
1: duke or deuce has been fucking incredible and That's, he and has never has
0: been good too, man. Don't don't say he's the only glimmer of hope, man.
1: He I has never not been good. He's our best, objectively best football player on our team. Um, I hope he goes to the NFL after this next year for his sake and just starts making money. I, I hope
0: he's so good that he can't deny his NFL future. Yes, same. Then I also I, hope that we get another running back in because right now I don't think we have an actual like power five running back on our team after that. John Randall Jr., what you up to, baby girl? Call this line. Come on the show anytime. Unless you go to KU, that'd be shitty. All All right. right. All right, so Chiefs optimism. Pat Mahomes, Chiefs non-optimism. Literally the turnover. Uh, Yeah, back to you. And defense. Yeah, defense and offensive turnover. But we still got Mahomes.
1: Means you're not allowed to say Justin Watson, but you can go other directions.
0: Yeah, Means if no, you were to say Justin Watson, I'd probably leave this call right now. You can finish it without me. I'm gonna go play Fortnite and go, go get that Pat Mahomes skin and that or whatever on Fortnite. No, I'm kidding. My my optimism here is um. There, there's there's just so that's much. Ahead. not good. No 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 no. There's so much to be optimistic about. Like you know they're what they have is everything there to be optimistic about. Well, a like everybody seems to be going against them because they've done a complete roster overhaul and we're gonna be like. Six wins into this, and they're gonna be like, "Whoa, like we were wrong about this." Like, well, no shit, like we have Mahomes. Like, it's it's capable. We're capable of winning. So um, before you go on, I remember I saw a tweet where it was like week one. It was like the Chiefs are done. They have no weapons. Week two, damn, look at how good Mahomes is, like with all these weapons. Yeah. And it's like week three, damn, like Juju and like Skymore and like are really good. in yeah. my week four, it's like, how did we let Mahomes have all these weapons? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it that's why I was kind of pausing there because I didn't know how I wanted to word that. But are, yeah. my that's that's my optimism there is like it's gonna get there. Like we might not see it now, but we will be good. We'll be good. We have the capabilities of being good. Um my pessimism is we've talked about it before. It's the you know with the defense and everything. But the young talent that we have, like, there's still a glimmer of hope, but it's just there's not a lot there. Like, we got to work with the nuts and bolts we got.
1: You could say it'd be better with the James Bradbury, but yeah, I refuse. I refuse,
0: yeah, I, refuse James, to hold, I refuse to. Yeah, say, Bradbury, I refuse to ever say We'd be I refuse to say that a corner that we overpay would help our defense in this situation. I failed to say that adding a Pro Bowl caliber corner is on a one-year deal would ever be a bad idea. James Bradbury's gonna get hurt in week three. I'm gonna be like, damn, I'm glad we didn't shell out that's, money to that guy. That's result-based the analysis. Okay, then like we, I don't, I don't even know what you want with the rest of the money. We got money to spend, Beans. Not now. not, well, okay. yeah, not now. Anyways, anyways. We we have my money pessimism. to spend. That's my pessimism is our use? No, all youthful... we did was like, give Travis Kelsey more money now. We, it, we didn't and... even like save the money. We just spent it other places with the players we already had to help us down the road. Yeah, shut up. Gavin, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so uh, my reason for optimism, I'm actually, I'm going to just go with the preseason overreaction because I'm pretty reserved on the preseason. But George Karloftis has looked good. George Mm -hmm. Karloftis, like, and it's it's out of position that we just need so fucking badly that, like, I just, as a fan, want... I choose to just believe that this dude might actually just be like a average to above average starting right end in the NFL. Like Wait, and that's imagine
0: if we had an elite edge with Chris oh Jones. Oh my god. Like, oh, oh my god. It'd be so
1: t- and Remember
0: then I'm gonna really, like, oh, go the ahead. was so nice when D Ford was there and D Ford really wouldn't even like I mean D Ford had a good year, but that's because like he's playing off Chris Jones.
1: Right. Yeah. that's uh so then the opposite side of that, I'm just gonna go straight back to the secondary because at least like at least I've seen something with George Karloftis in the preseason, and he, like he's a first-round pick, and I can like believe it, or at least convince myself. We have Chris Jones. There isn't a fucking soul in this secondary that I think could cover a tree out there. So I don't know what we're supposed to do. We haven't had a good secondary in Mahomes' entire fucking career, so it's probably not going to matter. But it doesn't help me sleep good at night.
0: God, so. just think, though. It's, like, damn near impossible for this secondary to be worse. Than the secondary that Mahomes had during his MVP season.
1: Yeah, no, I I know we've we've set such a low bar at all of these other positions that like I guess, but it doesn't make them good. It just no, makes I them I better. get
0: that. This, that's really more of an of uh, Orlando Scandrick, uh slander. Slander, nice. yeah. Yeah. Like, dog, Orlando Skandrick and pink-haired Chardavius Ward are two of the worst corners I've ever seen. Those guys, life. those guys and were Steven literally... Steven Nelson. More... Steven Nelson that year was also just the worst. Yes. Those guys were burnt toast every fucking week. i never like, seen, how? I've never seen players move in bud like they did. Dude, it was incredible. I, I'm t- I tell you what, dude. You replaced Mahomes with like a league average quarterback that season. And I don't think they make the playoffs. Yeah, oh,
1: I, no. I concur.
0: Mm-mm. I like, agree. Um, that secondary was awful. And Steven Nelson left and became one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. I was like, where the fuck was that? Yeah. Con- con- contract. He got, the con- he got paid. So but, um, like, he, he sucked during his contract year. He got paid, man. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Beans, <laughs> it's time for your thoughts. All right, I'm going to steal this one, and it's a good conversation. What was the one earlier? Are there more doors and windows? Was that – that was a thing for a minute? I I don't know. Where where are you going? Okay, anyways, are there more legs or eyes in the world? So basically you're asking whether or not it's more likely that more people have lost their legs or lost their eyes. No, I'm asking in general. Are there more legs in the world or are there more eyes? Okay. Okay, but everyone on, so here's the piggyback off of this. You know, the average number of eyes and legs in the world is under two, right? Is
1: it? Yes. Yes.
0: Because the vast majority of everyone has two legs or two eyes. I hear this, but I hear it from also a, not just a people's perspective, but like animals. Oh, my God. If we're counting animal, okay, they have legs. They have legs. Well, then it's probably eyes because, like, don't spiders have like how many eyes do spiders have? They have centipedes, but bro. But like, think of yeah, centipedes. Um, every dog has four legs. Cows have four legs. We have. I two feel like legs. it's got legs. But right? then again, think about this. Think about how many fish there are.
1: At what point does a leg not become a leg anymore? Like, are we really gonna sit here with my tree trunks and say that a penguin's leg also counts? Like, I don't think so. Third I don't think we legs? Can count that shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can think of a third leg. <laughs> you don't got a leg to stand on. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> that was a good um. One. Okay. But uh. Got it. But, but see, I see. I don't have but, legs. But, but they have eyes. And then Maybe there's it like, is eyes. But then there's like but like every flies, like flies have a ton of eyes but they have like yeah, six I legs. Yeah,
1: hmm. oh, you might be converting me to eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, cuz like really, there's more animals that have I'll a fucking eyes legs on the than that have a fuck ton of legs.
0: No, they got to be living. Potatoes are living. What do you mean? There's
1: a fuck ton t- of insects t- out there.
0: Yeah, and they're but Bro, what do you mean by potatoes aren't living? They are They're literally living. living. They're not living. They have to have a heartbeat. Okay, fine. You didn't specify <laughs> that. Oh, oh, boy. I'm not going the road. Really. Because if we would have said they didn't have a heartbeat, like, chairs have legs, but we're not going to count those. I mean, you could—chairs aren't living! Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if what we would potatoes have— Potatoes are. Potatoes are going to live. No! No, 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 Potatoes no. have eyes. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. No, no, no. They okay. have to have a heartbeat. Like, a living, breathing thing. Like, Okay. I, that, I mean, my vote's eyes. I, I'm i going to go with the eye group here. I'm trying to think of something that doesn't – that, like, isn't necessarily living or breathing.
1: Chairs? I don't
0: know. I don't know. <laughs> like, what – aren't there, like, some animals that can, like, slow their heartbeat down to, like, zero or something like that? But, like, they're still alive. I'm sure there's something like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. That's a simple question, simple answer. What's yours? Probably – probably eyes See? eyes i don't know though <laughs> now now you have me qu- you know what? equal there you go the exact same
1: so, i'll take the not equal
0: i'll take the field. the field take the field we're <laughs> right. counting potatoes eyes yeah we'll not, have to put it not, we'll, we'll not legs out. but what not putting uh, chairs
1: what did you learn about Manti Teo this week, Beans, and why is it your hot take?
0: Okay, so I just wanted to put it in the hot take section just to talk about it. I finally watched the Manti Teo documentary, and was like, good. it was really good. I recommend everybody to watch it. I truly <laughs> bitch, I don't pay for Netflix. Fuck that shit. I truly feel sorry for the guy. Like, I don't. He Was it just Colin a cat Collins, catfish? And finish. like, yeah, like the whole catfish situation, and like, it ruined with his mental health. Like it. I thought, in my opinion, the show could have been a little bit better. Like they could have really made it dramatic. They did, but they could have really just twisted now, you it. Give like, me like a recap, like like what what all happened with the man. I mean, like okay, so Manti Teo, he was dating this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it he was a girl and a guy. Girl and it was a cat. But fish. like they, but they finally interviewed the girl or the girl who was really a guy but then transition transitioned to a girl like she is a transgender whoa. now yeah whoa yeah that's a plot twist are they getting together now no he's Manti wow. Teo's married uh, yeah wow and that's all that great. stuff that would so, have been a it, crazy plot twist if the guy transitioned they, they, and then Manti I know. Teo and her now well they could have made the show like more into a transition like a whole plot twist like and showed that it was a girl when it was originally a guy. Anyways, they could have done that, but they didn't. So that was kind of the way they presented it, it was a good story. Um I, but my my hot take is like that guy I mean, and twenty yep. you think like you think about it nowadays, like you're like, Oh, I can't believe you were dating a girl online and never saw her, you didn't see the writing on the wall. And I'm like, 2012, we didn't know any different. Like no, we were, dude,
1: even now, I mean, like catfishing. Cat cat cat
0: cat Online yeah.
1: dating, just like all of that shit, it's literally just impossible to tell until you meet a person in
0: exactly yeah. so yeah. so so that whole thing, like I dog no, the craziest thing about that story though, was like I'm not sure what order it was, but like the catfisher stopped and like said that the girl had died. Yes, like, the on same the day same day that his, same day his grandma actually died. And then like they taught they interviewed the girl, and if anybody I guess I should have warned people watch it first before listening to this Spoiler, way gone, alert. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. way gone now anyways like they interviewed her and talked to her about that and she was like yeah i did not plan that out i was just like way too deep into it like she was like plant she, the girl slash guy was like actually mentally psychotic for planning this whole thing out like she's had she had cancer and like was battling leukemia and then she lost her battle and this is like she's psychotic, dude. like so crazy. So I I recommend watching it. I spoiled it, but watch it. <laughs> yeah. We all know the basic fundamentals of the story though. yeah, yeah but, like it's actually just new hear, information. you just have to hear the interviews and like the thought process, like the mental process behind both I tell I'm gonna meet this person face to face. I don't know if they've ever did or not. And uh, like, dude, that's what I want to see. I want to see yeah. Manti Teo fucking well, choke slam this person. Yeah, fucking get t- an, an Oklahoma, Oklahoma drill
1: and wax that motherfucker.
0: I mean, you just have to watch it because, like, the whole idea of it is, you know, Manti Teo ended up forgiving the person, even though this person really legitimately That's what
1: SportsCenter wants you to think. In yeah. reality, yeah. he'd still— Yeah.
0: Dog, if Manti Teo met that person in a steel cage— he would absolutely. Side note. Bomb that person into an RKO into a spear for the WWE title. Side note: Manti Teo looks completely different now than he did in college. Really? Was he looking? Yes. Like he looks like, like you said, he looks like a WWE wrestler in my opinion. Let's go, man! You should do WWE then. But him, and, he looked completely different in college, than he does now. Anyways, that's my hot take. Yeah? He's 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 thinned out, you know. Oh, okay. So Dude, that guy got exposed against Bama. That was hilarious. Well, that's because all that he learned about the guy no, slash I, girl. I I know I get it. So like he literally watched, lost millions of dollars because of that game though. And so you go back and you watch that film and you're like, oh my god, this guy figured it out right beforehand, and like now you understand why he just blew it the whole like Imagine what could have been different. I, mean, I don't know like, if he could. I don't think he could have not. He he really was like kind of unathletic though too. I mean he was just a downhill run stopping linebacker. That's yeah. who he was. Yeah. And so I don't know. Just watch it. It's a good They're story. Anyways, that game. Anyways, kind of yeah, like K State didn't end up having to play Bama in that natty. Yeah, same. That would have been bad. Now if we would have played Notre Dame in that natty and Antitayo, you know played that bad, hey K State might have a national championship. Don't like to talk about that. It makes me sad. Gavin, what's your hot take?
1: Uh, so I wanted to talk about something that like I hear and I just need to rant about for a little bit because it pisses me off. So two things with this topic. Uh, pre- Hi, buddy. To preface it, Um, the first thing is that running away from danger is an instinctual human skill and should not be viewed as a NFL skill. And the second part of that is prefacing that these people are not chasing you because they're in zone coverage. Running into just a hole in zone coverage is the most like baffling thing that we view as a skill in the NFL or like something that like is not teachable or just like whatever. Like think there's no greater example than The game is on the line. This game has been explosive. It's the, uh, whatever, divisional round game between the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. And what's the the difference in the game? It's Travis Kelsey telling Mahomes, after a season's worth of repetition, learning the playbook, all of this stuff, hey, bro, I'm going to run to space, and then you throw it to me. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And then we line up and we got the mic'd up and we say, do it, Kel, do it, do it, do it. And he goes and he runs to fucking space and we throw it to him and it's great as Chiefs fan. And then you step back for a second. You think, wait a second. The Bengals ran pre- zone coverage in their game. Why didn't we just run to space in that game? Why don't we just run to space generally? It pisses me <laughs> off. I fucking hate talking about it. Saying that like a receiver or a player is like good at finding holes in zone coverage. Yes. Finding holes in zone coverage, understanding concepts, absolutely important. At the same time, staying away from danger, the cavemen did it. So I just don't think that we should be like coming out here and being like, I love this player. I love this receiver because he can run away from players that are bigger and going to tackle him and hurt him.
0: The it's only- really
1: not a, like a difficult concept to grasp. I just hate hearing people just like getting all excited about it. Cause it's the- so fucking, it's, It's so much simpler than people make it. Just run to where people aren't and connect a pass.
0: The only thing I understood from that is that running into an open zone is so much easier than running the ball when there's only five people in the box.
1: Yeah, that part too.
0: yeah (laughs) that's that's what i understood from well no
1: i mean yeah but with that same thing let's run receivers downfield against zone coverage and there's eight deep and try and find a hole well finding a hole against eight deep is going to be a whole hell of a lot harder than when there's five so there's only three in the box so mathematically speaking maybe we should just run into that zone because there's less people there
0: Yeah. Bro, not everyone can be an engineer and do all that math, Gavin.
1: I I know. Math is hard. You got to have a calculator. We don't have calculators because we spent it on iPads. So.
0: Ironically, uh, Matt Patricia is probably the smartest person in the NFL in terms of degree, and he also is a well, terrible offensive coach. Well, Cliff Kingsbury is
1: still trying to figure out how you can line up DeAndre Hopkins on both sides of the formation, so he's not even too like the math or Cliff, Cliff has already
0: gotten beaten out by play calling duties by his fucking quarterback, so Cliff's a fucking idiot. <laughs> what do you got I for have, us, Sam? I have no hot take, just merely a tale for oh, this boy. week. So I went. To Kansas City this weekend. And actually, when you told me that we were yesterday when you said, yeah, tomorrow, right? I was very confused because the concert, I went to a concert, right? And the concert was on Sunday. And I that's thought true. yesterday was Sunday. I was very confused when today was Tuesday. That is beside the point. I eventually figured it out it was Tuesday, by the way. But- Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Beans. I'm proud of me too. So I went to Kendrick Lamar in Kansas City. I love Kendrick Lamar. It was his new album. I like his new album. Um, It's not, it's a good album. It's not anything like banger wise, like damn, it has some like banger bangers on it, right? Like this one doesn't have like, this one's not like bangers, right? It's just a good album, good music, all that good stuff. So I went there, and it's the Mr. Moral tour, which is the name of his album, Mr. Moral and the Big Stepper. So it's that tour. I'm like, he's probably just going to play the the whole album, and then we might get some other stuff at it. Holy fuck. First of all, I have never – so I went to the Super Bowl, right? You guys have heard me tell you this a million times. I went to the Super Bowl um, when the Chiefs were there, and – J Lo and Shakira were the halftime show. Yeah. The the choreography there was good, right? Oh my god, at the Kendrick Lamar concert, that shit was fucking crazy. Like the choreography and like the dancing and everything, it and like the transitions it was fucking awesome. Like there was one point where I don't even remember what it was. I can't remember how he did it. But he was using one of his songs that he has that talks about There's a song in his new album where he's talking about how this one girl, like, sang the N-word to one of his songs while he was on tour, and that became, like, a whole big deal, and after he sings that line in that song, it, like, cuts to black, and it just went to backseat freestyle, and the whole crowd was fucking crazy, so he, like, interwove, like, all of his banger songs, like, into, like the other album songs that like kind of dealt on the same topics and they had like a narrator and everything it was awesome but the one thing that was crazy was there was a point it was after I can't remember what song it was after i think it was like humble it was either humble or dna or something where like the lights went out because they were like setting up for the next spot and the crowd's cheering, right? And the crowd starts dissipating, and then he doesn't do anything for like ten seconds, and then the crowd starts cheering again, and it dissipates like a little bit, and then it just keeps going up, and he kept cheering. So there was like a solid minute where it's just cheering, like at black. You know what I mean? And it was like it was literally like that episode of SpongeBob where he's doing the talent show and Squidward gets booed off stage and Spongebob like is cleaning up with the mop and everyone starts cheering him and Squidward comes out and like nothing happens and then like the one part where like he shows the hand or whatever and he starts cheering it was like that and then he played Money Trees like immediately after that and the whole place like fucking exploded (laughs) so my hot take is not a hot take it's a true statement Kendrick Lamar good Con- the content was fucking wild, dude. Would totally recommend.
1: I got nothing
0: to add to that. I, uh, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of blank Yeah, I you. know, dude. For real though, guys. Um, if you guys don't like you guys, I don't know if you guys are like into like that kind of music or anything. You should definitely listen to like Money Trees and like Humble and like DNA. And like I mean, all I right. remember that stuff back in high school, but like you, you should definitely, you should listen to his new album. It's actually good music. I like it. I I know you guys aren't big rap guys, but that's where I stand. Money Trees is a great song. I would at least, I would at least um, implore you to listen to Money Trees sometime. But, I listen to uh, Money Trees. You have to listen to one of my songs. Which one of your songs? I don't know. You can't just say you have to listen to one of my songs and not get a song. I'll send it in the group chat. How about that? Okay. Yes. How about this, too? One song you guys actually do need to listen to? This goes to everyone who's listening to this. All right. Bring it in. Okay. This is not a traditional artist. It's a two minute song, so don't even worry about it. It's not going to take any of your time. There's a guy on the internet called Hank Trill. So Hank T R I L O. And he raps in a Hank Hill voice. Oh. And it's hilarious. He has a song called Swahili. It's one of my favorite songs. Oh, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, I've sent you that one, Gavin. Bean, you to listen to Swahili when we get off. It's two minutes. All right. It's by Hank Trill. Okay. The uh, the cover album is him with red, white, and blue hair in like dreads with mm-hmm. a uh, cup of uh, grape lean. Yeah. So there you go. All right. After I've completely out the show and turned it into a rap talk show, do you guys have anything sports-related that you want to end the show on?
1: Oh no. Let's see. We got uh, this weekend, Labor Day weekend, and then football is officially Labor back full time, right? Labor Day like
0: weekend a, is not this weekend. It's the week after.
1: Yeah, I know. This weekend, yeah. Labor Day oh, weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I, I misheard. We're like an yeah. idiot. We're like yeah. a month. We're like a month away, and three, weeks, football three, football weeks. Weeks. Is three weeks. Three weeks. Well, I said like, that's plus like. or minus a week, okay? I'm just so, excited, you know? I'm, yeah. K-State I, will be in action legitimately. Legitimately, K-State will be in action in, like, 11 days, like, from now. Yeah. We'll be uh, midway through the first quarter, probably, because it'll take goddamn forever to get through the first quarter, because it always does. I agree. You know what the worst quarter is in football? The third quarter. Third
1: quarter. The third quarter yes.
0: legitimately takes decades. It does. Not years. I agree with that. decades. Yes, I agree. Yep. All right. Well, gentlemen, this is your chance at a final word. Gavin got nothing. Beans. He did that. a horns down for those of you not watching. He really didn't, but we're just gonna <laughs> say he did. Uh, Colton Hitch, you're a pussy for not coming to our draft. Um. Oh! Yeah, if you don't show up, you're a fucking pussy, you bitch ass bitch.
1: He doesn't, he doesn't deserve more. to ever make the playoffs or have a first Bro, round. That dude,
0: that dude made, that dude got second place one time. And thought he was too good to, thought he was so good he yeah. could big time us. Yeah. Who does he think he is, Dave? <laughs> fucking, ass bitch hitch. All right, and with that, it's time to end the show. We want to thank everyone for listening. Um. If you're listening to this, go to Twitter right now and tweet, tweet at us uh, at underscore underscore f3s hashtag hitch bitch, and then we'll tag Colton with all your uh, we'll retweet you, and then we'll uh, tag Colton with all those. But yes, we want to see the hitch bitches. Throughout the day. We also would love if you guys like, share, and subscribe to this video or this podcast. Gavin has a beautiful pooch next to him. Um, if you want to leave a comment, that'd be great. You will be featured at the beginning of the show. But, yep, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend. And we we will shout you out. For now, I'm Sam Long with my cohorts, Beans and Turn, And we'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day. Fuck Bosco, boys. And God bless.